Hello! <laughs> Welcome to Moaning Myrtle's Bathroom. Hello. I'm Emily. I'm Katie. And we're a Harry Potter podcast, of course. Duh. What do you think this podcast would be? It's called Moaning Myrtle's Bathroom. Get out of town. Oh it's my actually god. It's actually a Twilight podcast. It's actually a Twilight <laughs> podcast. That'll be next. Oh, God. Please, no. <laughs> I oh swore my to myself God. I would never go back to that hey, time of my life. We have the returning, uh, the triumphant return of our girl in this section. We're we reading do. Goblet of Fire I still. Is this the last time we... No, she's in Half-Blood Prince. This is the last time we see her. No, she's in Half-Blood. Oh, in the best way. Never mind. Oh, in the best in way. In the I best know. way. I know, I know. So we're here, it was chapters 21 through 25. Yes. Ba-bum. Ba-ba-ba-bum, bum ba ba Starting to get serious. What it's is exciting. it? Because we're in, uh, surprise, it's an ABC family special. <laughs> School dance drama. It's prom season. Prom season's done Woo. when we're recording this. Well... That's a shame. I know that because... It's prom season in Harry Potter's world at Christmas time. Hell yeah. Christmas time prom, the winter festival. <laughs> what do they call that? The snow days dance. Snow days. That's what it was called in my high school. The snow It ball. wasn't a prom though. It do you was like just that? like a dumb... Uh, snowball. <laughs> the snowball. <laughs> That's what they should have called it instead of the Yule ball. Oh boy. Bullshit. So, <laughs> as per usual, just favorite, favorite parts part of, of the, the section... section. So on the same page. We've done a lot of these. <laughs> I love these floods so much better than floods with like not book episodes. <laughs> because I'm always like frantically looking like, oh, is there news? I need to find something. And then there's not. And it's like, okay, I just have to find something to rant about for 10 minutes. I know. Or there like is a bit of news. And then um, I get tricked by ScreenRant.com trying to tell me that they've cast a young Tom Riddle. Fuck you, ScreenRant.com. <laughs> I'm never going to get over it. That was the most... I'm not kidding you. My skeleton exited my body. (laughs) It just got out and ran away. And I I still... I've never seen it again. You haven't seen it. It's just gone. My core is keeping me intact. Oh. My core. You've got a very strong core. Mm. (laughs) Do I? (laughs) Katie, what's your favorite part of this section? My favorite part of this section is the very end of this section... I love the part after Harry's bath with on the stairs. Yes. With everyone. That part's so freaking cool. <laughs> like, okay. Tell every, me about it, Stan. Every time I watch the movie and I'm like, oh, this movie sucks. And then I like read this book and I'm like, JK, this book is awesome. It's like this part that I remember. Oh. That, that makes me be like, oh, this book's so good because this part's so juicy and cool. Yeah. And you like, it's a lot of like. We're like clues. hints that like stuff is coming up and it, it just oh it makes you yes. so excited like you get hints about Crouch and you get hints about like Snape being paranoid about people stealing potions ingredients mm-hmm. and it's all oh, it's just so good it is I really love good. it and Moody takes stuff from him yeah so it's oh, it's, really it's bomb it's very exciting you're starting to kind I of like part. the pieces are being put into place yeah and soon we will understand everything that is happening. Because right now it's so mysterious and we don't know how this book ends. It is so mysterious. (laughs) I love it too. It's really good. I always forget that that happens and I'm like, I do too. It's just, it's funny because like whenever I think about like, oh, Goblet of Fire is not bad. There's that scene on the stairs. Like that's literally how my mind works. 
that's oh always the part that I remember when I think of like a really good intriguing section of this book so wow I like it got to the faith bit then yeah we got to that <laughs> I mean like besides the ending yeah. but like all the setup stuff this is one of my favorite mm-hmm. like setup moments you know so absolutely Emily what's your favorite part of this you section? ball Hell I love yeah. the drama <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know I can't even I can't even I can't even pick. You know what? I am picking. I <laughs> I love all of it so much, but I think one of the, like the all-time number one favorite things in the world is Hermione being like, oh, just because it took you three years to realize I'm a girl doesn't mean nobody else has. Yes. And then Ron just goes, okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, we know you're a girl. I think it's like, it's so... That. He is just, he's just a nasty. This, I feel like he's almost worse in, like, this section than he was in the part where he and Harry are fighting. Absolutely agree. He's so nasty in Absolutely girls. agree. And I just, I love her, her sweet revenge. Yes. It's so good. I do too. Oh, God. I love her. <laughs> okay. Let's get into this, because I almost just started screaming about something, and I can wait my turn. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. So, um, this is starting with chapter 21, the House Elf Liberation Front. Yes. So, it's right after the first task is over, and they go up to the Owlery to send Sirius a letter about how that went. Yes. And Ron is, like, superly overdoing it with all his Harry is awesome compliments yes. now, because yes. he's, like, making up for lost time. <laughs> the Harry, I seriously think you could win this. He's, <laughs> like, going real hard. Oh, man. Um, I can't even remember how this ends. Oh, and then they, um, go back to the common room and there's a party going and Harry opens the egg and it screeches. Like this? <gasps> I was, oh God. I, how can I do like a, like a scream without being very offensive You're gonna to the scare neighbors? your dog. <laughs> <laughs> you cover your ears first. I did. I did. Is that what you imagine it to be like that? I feel like it sounds like a hawk. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I'm indoors screaming because I'm I cool. I'm very metal. I'm indoor screaming. I'm indoor. <laughs> <laughs> screaming to a pillow. <laughs> so, yeah, it shrieks. So everyone's trying to guess what it is, and can we just talk about for a second, Neville goes very white and thinks that Harry has to fight the Cruciatus curse. He oh. thinks it's the sound of someone being tortured. Oh my god. Can we, can we just acknowledge that for a second? No. Oh no. This poor kid, I can't stand it. Like, I, oh god, I love him so much. It's very upsetting and sad. He just, he, he spilled his food all over the floor, and he's like, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> you have no. to fight the Cruciatus curse. What if that was Moody's next thing after making him do the Imperious Curse? Jesus, Creasums. Jesus. Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) That'd be horrible. Yeah. And you know he'd be good at it. That's what he went to prison for. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, he would. And that's really sad. (laughs) Yeah, 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 he would be good at that. Um, but Harry's feeling, like, super cocky and on top of his game right now. He's like, huh, Hagrid was right. Dragons aren't that bad. Oh, my God. Um, how does this... 
No, we get some more drama with the Scroots. Oh, and then Rita Skeeter shows up at Hagrid's lesson. We'll fast forward to that point. I would like to pause you there for a second. Because there was something I wanted to make note of. Just in, like, preparation for the sixth book, I'm just trying to, like, log any, like, fun info or nice things. Mm -hmm. Um, Lavender Brown is one of the people who is helping Hagrid get all the Scroots back. Yes! Together while everybody else is hiding. Yes! I'm pretty sure, like, almost all the Gryffindors did. Yeah. Oh, no, but it was, like, of course the three, and then I think it was, like... But then it mentions, like, Lavender and and Dean. Dean. And that's it. Two good eggs. And you God. know what? Dean on top of that, too, because I feel like he kind of gets fucked a little bit in the sixth book, too. So yeah, I'm, he does. I'm just keeping a log of all the cool things about them, especially Lavender, because I think it's unfair the way that she's treated by the book right. and the fans. So I just wanted to make a specific note about that because I was like, Lavender, you go, Lavender. It's Dean, Lavender, and Seamus. But, yeah, I really appreciate that. Yes. I just wanted to make a note of I'm that. happy you brought that up. I'm so excited to talk about how screwed over she gets in Ooh, Footprints. Oh, man. God. Yeah. But then Rita Skeeter shows up. Yes. What a bitch. Okay. <laughs> what a bitch. What a bitch. Um, so she's, like, faking this interest in the Scroots. Yes. Um... And sets up a time to interview Hagrid, setting it up to be like, ah, oh, for our zoology column. Okay. And he's like, okay. yeah, sure, why not? That will be to be continued later. Bum bum. And then um, they go to divination, and Professor Trelawney tells Harry he's going to die again. <laughs> yeah, they're really sassy now that they're friends again. <laughs> yeah, they are. What does Ron say under his breath when she's, like, right in front of them? Oh, when she's like, I looked into my crystal ball, and what do you think I see? And Ron's like, an ugly old whore or something. Yeah, he's like an ugly old bat in outsized spectacles. (laughs) And And Harry's like, it'd be a bit more impressive if she didn't do it every single time we came to class. Yes, yes. I love it. But then they meet up with Hermione after class, and they go into the kitchens, and Dobby is back. Your favorite. (laughs) Don't call me out. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So he's, like, super excited to see Harry again, and we find out that it took him two years to find a job, because he's been asking for payment for his work. Yep. Now. Mm -hmm. So, um... This, like, gives Hermione some encouragement with with Spew, I think. Yes. And then we find out that Winky is at Hogwarts, too, and she is a drunken mess. Oh, God. I don't think she's actually drunk at this point, though. Just is crying. She, she's just crying and sad. So that answers your question. We do see her later in this book when she's been, like, drinking too much butterbeer. Yeah. Well, I can ask the question twice. Yeah. So let's talk about, let's talk about this a little bit more, and then I've got a question about Winky. Okay. Okay, so, um, just keep going with the summary. Yeah. Okay, so, what else? Do they talk about anything else? They just, we find out that Winky's there, um, Dobby's been at Hogwarts for about a week, Dumbledore is paying him a galleon a week, and then he gets one day off a month, right? Mm -hmm. That's what his payments are. Yep. Right now. Um. He was offered more, but. He was offered more, but Dobby didn't want that much. Yeah. Payment. 
It's a little uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we find out that Winky is still having a really hard time. Yes. Um, she still, like, fully believes that Mr. Crouch is her, her master and she won't say anything bad about him. This I love. When Dobby... And then Dobby tries to call the Malfoys bad dark wizards and then he starts beating himself. But he also does say that Dumbledore said that he can talk shit about it yeah, as much he as did. he wants. <laughs> and I do I love, love that. The Barmy old codger. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. Um, but then, um, Winky kind of starts talking some shit about Mr. Bagman, though. Mm -hmm. So, like, last episode, we were talking about how, at this point, they've been setting it up to make Bagman look like he's the bad guy. And this, like, adds to that, because she says that Mr. Crouch thinks that he's, like, a bad guy. Yeah. So. Ugh! I love this book! I wish I could remember, like, how I reacted to Bagman the first time I read this book. Because now it's been so long that I don't really remember. I want to know if I fell into that trap like I did with, like... Coral. Yeah. In the first book, like, or with Snape fully yeah. believing he was bad, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. I forgot how much, like, people, like, genuinely don't like Bagman. And they I think, think he's, like, bad in this. I think probably the first time that I read it, I was, like, suspicious of him, but did not, but did not, like, think he was anything mm-hmm. big. I think just because I was young and dumb. Yeah. I was just, like, waiting for Voldemort to come back, so, like, every twist besides that had me surprised. Like, the Moody stuff, the Crouch stuff, mm-hmm. the Bagman stuff, all of it was just, like, gasp, gasp, gasp! All yeah. of this business is so crazy. Right. I don't really care. I just want to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But it's fun. But I think right Definitely now she's, suspicious, she's trying to make you think that Bagman was the one who put Harry's name in the goblet, though. Between him being bad and then him offering to help yes, Harry all the time. Absolutely. With, like, the tasks and mm-hmm. stuff. Taking, like, special interest in him and everything. Not yeah. helping Cedric. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, and then this is Ron's first time meeting Dobby, and he tells him that he can have the sweater that Mrs. Weasley knits him for Christmas. Yes. And then they leave with the house elves giving them a whole bunch of food. And that's pretty much the first the first chapter. Woo! So, what's your winky question? My winky question is, how does winky... This is from Pottermore. How does winky complicate the morality of spew? Um, you see how unhappy house elves are when they get freed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's a mess. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if her reaction is, like, super extreme to com- compared to how, like, other house elves would react, you yes. know? But. but she, it's, like, not even just putting on, you know, take away the stuff about, um, Junior. Mm-hmm. And how that's really intense and she had a very serious job to do. Mm-hmm. She says, like, that she and her mother and grandmother had been serving this family forever. Yeah. And that how um, they must be like looking at her with such shame. Mm-hmm. And every, like there's just, it's like so deeply rooted. Yeah. And I think Hermione says that it's just like they're just brainwashed mm-hmm. into thinking this. And that's true. I mean if you're raised thinking something it takes a lot to not think yeah. that anymore. It takes a lot of undoing. Yeah, for like your place in the world to just be suddenly like uprooted yes you know that's 
traumatic. It's tough. The whole, yeah, like, you just see so much of, like, Winky and then the other elves are just so happy to be doing what they're doing. Yeah, and, like, the other elves are kind of, like, treating Dobby like he's a disgrace for, like, asking for payment and Mm -hmm. insulting his masters and stuff like that. So it's like, you know that other, I think, I don't think other house elves would have as extreme of a reaction as Winky, but I still think they would be, like, genuinely upset if they were to get fired. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the Hogwarts elves who, like, have it pretty easy, I would say, compared to, like, a lot of other house elves for, like, pureblood families and stuff. Yeah. In terms of treatment, for yeah. sure. So. But you just, it's, yeah, I don't know. Inserting yourself where no one is asking for help versus, like, clearly there is an injustice going on, even if nobody's saying anything. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's tough. I think I think Hermione's in the right. <laughs> not, I think she's not in the her... right, but I think she takes it too far. Is it yes. this book or the next one when she starts like knitting? I don't hats know. I, I don't because I think her trying to like that's crazy. hide it under yes. like school stuff and like accidentally freeing them is like going too far. Yeah, like I think her heart's in the right place, but she really overdoes it in some. Absolutely. Cases. I was yeah. I was gonna say. I think that like. She gets it, and it's a thing that should be discussed and have something done about. Mm-hmm. But um, her tactics are a little nuts. Yeah, it's like you can't you can't force freedom onto somebody that doesn't want it. Yeah, know? it's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll talk about Stockholm syndrome. I know God. we will Jeez. come back to this. I guess next time we see Winky. Yeah. When she's drunk. Oh, I think she complicates it even more the more her story goes on. Yes. Do we see her in other books? I don't know. I can't remember. If I can't remember either. So I know we see Dobby in other books. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Not sure. Time will tell. Yeah. So. Oh, poor Winky. I feel so bad for her. Um... Okay, I do have another question involving house elves. Okay. And just, um, we did kind of talk about this already, but as we continue to see more and more, like, we've kind of come face-to-face with more house elves directly at this point. Um, Just discussing kind of, like, solidifying why Hermione feels so strongly. Why is she so... Connected to this issue. So it's another form of discrimination, like what she faces with her blood status. Yes. I I know we've talked about it before, but just like seeing it in the face, Mm -hmm. that it just has become all the more real to her. Instead of just like seeing an injustice done to Winky, and then I think seeing Dobby, like you said, really lights a fire under her of like, okay, this is possible. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And that she's just, that she's like, I think, I think having Dobby around is, is really going to do them all good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're all like, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just, she's, she can relate to it more than a lot of yes. other people can because she's discriminated against in her own way. Mm-hmm. So. And that's why people like Ron and like the other Weasleys are like, are not 
as supportive of it because they didn't really understand. Yes. What that discrimination feels like. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue to see a little bit more of this talk with the Giants and the Goblins discussions that come up in this section as well. Yes. So moving on. Let's continue trucking our way through. The unexpected task. Whoa. Okay, so this one starts (laughs) with... Unexpected task. The unexpected task. This one starts with McGonagall telling them about the Yule Ball at the end of one of their lessons. Yes. And... Harry does not understand what it is. Harry does not understand what it is. (laughs) Um, So she, like, pulls him aside afterward and she's like... The champions and their partners. And Harry's like, what partner? <laughs> Your partner for the ball. She looks partner. at him like he's such a dumbass. I know. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I don't dance. And she's like, uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> I, I just love it. Love it. I just love like, how much he tries I, to fight No, it. I don't dance. Oh, yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's traditional. So make sure you get a date. I love that. The description that is given when it's like, she says, it's um, an, uh, a moment for all of us to let our hair down or whatever. And then Harry's like, um, McGonagall looks like someone who's never let her hair down in her whole yes, life. I, <laughs> I love it so much. This is like getting a little bit ahead of it, but I love the description of like what she's wearing. Yes, ball because it's not even like it's like a super elegant thing. It's like the way she tries to like dress herself up is like not super attractive. <laughs> so I think that just like adds to it that it's like that's her attempt to like try to look nice for a ball. And yes, it's just like oh, she attached some thistles to her hat. <laughs> Put a little wreath around her hat. <laughs> <laughs> or She's some, wearing, like, or red some tartan robes. very Scottish robes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here to party. <laughs> Mini men is where it's at. <laughs> oh my god! So now Harry and Ron are having a really hard time finding dates to this ball. But like Harry's like kind of making it harder on himself than it needs to be. Like three girls ask him. Within, like, a day after, like, people talk about the Yule Ball. <laughs> I know. If they'll go, if he'll go with them. So what, what were the options? It was a second year, and then a fifth year, who was way taller than him. Yeah, and a third year Hufflepuff. And he should have gone with her. Yeah. She sounded cute. <laughs> Hufflepuffs. Go with the Hufflepuffs. <laughs> Ron is, like, a little bit jealous, too. Like, Harry is like, oh, I'm not going to be able to find anyone. And Ron's like, they're going to be lining up to go with you. You just fought a fucking dragon. (laughs) Very true. Um, I love how (laughs) Harry, too, is like, well, if I had, if I'm, if I wasn't a champion, (coughs) if I didn't do so good with the dragon, no one would ask me. It's like, you're Harry fucking Potter. (laughs) Yeah, people would want to go with you no matter what. (laughs) Are second years allowed to go if they get asked by an older student? Or is it just third years? That's fucked, though. (laughs) <laughs> it is. <laughs> so I remember in, like, my high school, like, for prom, like, 10th graders couldn't go on their own, but they could go with, like, an yes. older student, but, yep. like, ninth grader younger obviously couldn't, so I don't know if it's, like, just people a year below for the Yule Ball are allowed to go. Do you know what's upsetting is that my high school <laughs> had a rule, I'm not kidding, it was this old, um, that you could bring, like, a date, of course, from outside of mm-hmm. school, but 21 was the cutoff. 
21. 21. Oh my god. How is that allowed? How the is that allowed? The oldest people would be would be like 18. That's disgusting. Yeah. Fully nightmare. No thank you. I could not believe that. They had to turn somebody away who was 22. Oh my god. Isn't that vile? We're not, we're too old to go to high school dances now. No! Damn it! <sighs> I really wanted to go to prom. I want to bust into prom. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll be a teacher and then I can chaperone someday. <laughs> we are so <coughs> old. I know. I hate it. Oh, God. Ugh. Okay. I turn a year older tomorrow. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Ready for your body to start decaying even more than it already has? No. I was listening to 22 by Taylor Swift today, oh, and I was like, no. this is the last day this song will ever be relevant in my life. <laughs> oh my god. See, you're here doing that, and then I'm thinking like, well, it's only about six months till I'm 24! <laughs> <laughs> Halfway to the grave! <laughs> Midlife crisis, here Midlife we go. Midlife crisis at 24. Halfway to the grave at 24. <laughs> I'm the crypt keeper. <laughs> oh God! Got one foot on death's doorstep. <laughs> That's so old. And no, it's just terrifying to think if you feel real old when you think about how long ago prom was. I know. Yuck. I know. I was like thinking about it this year because I was like at home the weekend of prom and I was like, God, do I even know anybody in my high school who would be going to prom this year? And I was like, nope, I've officially reached the age of not knowing anybody <laughs> who's in the high school anymore. And it was horrifying to me because I had like cousins and friends who were younger than me that were like in high school. But I'm like, oh, they're all they're all out. And the youngest one isn't old enough to go to prom yet. So I'm like, oh, my God. I was like at that point in my life, like a year after graduating. <laughs> really? <laughs> I like did not know anybody. Did not make an effort. I went to a very small school, so it's even more depressing. Yeah. It's just like no time for babies. No time for babies. God. Get out of here. I just came from a small town where I, like, know everybody, even yeah. if they were, like, four years younger yeah. than me. I still knew who they were, but now I'm like, oh, I don't know anyone who's in high school now. <laughs> I have but, a question for you. Okay. It's from Pottermore. Yes, I will go to the U of all with you. <laughs> Thank God. We've answered this before, right? Who we'd want to go to the U of all with. I feel like probably. Neville Longbottom, bitch. Home riddle. No, I don't. <laughs> Home riddle. <laughs> Cedric fucking Diggory. Cedric Diggory, of Suck course. Suck my asshole. It's Cedric all the way. No, didn't asshole. I say so? I want to like, te- I want to like, um, tricycle with Cedric and show. <laughs> <laughs> Just third wheel it real hard. I want to go with Neville. I want to be a triad with them. <laughs> They're so powerful and beautiful and yeah. kind. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Power couple at the prom. They hold hands they, after the ball. They would be like, if it was an actual prom, they would have been king and queen. Yes, they would have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your question? How important to the tradition of the Triwizard Tournament is the Yule Ball? Very important. <laughs> McGonagall seems to think so. I think it actually is, though, because I think it's, like, one of the, like, 
biggest moments where the schools can actually, like, come together in, like, a friendly sort of way. Yes. You know, because it's, like, at all the tasks, like, everyone's going to be cheering for the champion from their school, mm-hmm. most likely. <laughs> but I think, like, with this, like, they they can, like, take dates from the other schools, and I cannot take you seriously. <laughs> Do right you want to take a picture of our Instagram? Yes. I'll pose. Do I look good? Yes. I'm wearing a, a track a track sweatsuit. <laughs> do you want to see it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, oh no. Wait, take it again. Take it again. I'm ugly. Oh, you are not. No, take it again. Hold on. I got to get So yeah. <clears throat> Should I just start over? <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay. I think this is an important part of the Yule Ball. Yes. For all the, like, how do they even phrase it? Like, international, magical... Friendships and cooperation. Friendships and cooperation and blah. Blah. They can go with students from other schools. They can dance with people and interact with people from other schools. Sit at the same table. What are you doing? <laughs> they can fuck people from Thank other you. schools. Thank you. That's what I was trying to get you to say. <laughs> Fleur and Roger Davies get pretty hot and heavy Holy in that rose bush. Shit. Can we talk about that? <laughs> okay, wait. Let's let's get to the ball first. So Harry started to notice yet? that there are girls at this school. Yes, <laughs> and a lot of them. And people are, like, being friendly to him again. Like, people in the other houses, like, aren't as rude anymore. Yeah. So. But they're having a really hard time. They're both, like, procrastinating. Yeah. Um, and Ron is being gross. He's just like, oh, all the good ones are gonna be taken. Well, okay. That is first said to him, I believe, by Fred or George. Yeah. Just That's adding true. that as a little tick, After tick, Fred, tick mark. Fred asks Angelina, and then he turns around, and he's like, all the good ones are going to be gone. You don't want to end up with a pair of trolls. Yeah. No. Ron says we don't want to end up with a pair of... But all the good no. ones will be gone. No, they don't say that in the book. That's just in the movie. What? That Fred and George say that. They say something nasty, though. No, it's just... Oh, yeah, they do. Never mind. Fred does say Come that. Come on now. <laughs> I'm ticking off my little despicability chart for them. <laughs> sorry, this I'm sorry book, I ruined it. They're bumming me out. But yeah, but Ron is the one who refers Ron's to the, the girls as trolls. And then they go on about Eloise Midgen again. Yep. This poor girl. This poor girl. Her nose is off center and she's Oh my head. god. That was the wildest shit. In the entire world to me. Ron Weasley. That Hermione's like, her. she's really nice and her acne is a lot better. Well, her nose is off center. I love how Hermione responds to that. She's like, so basically you're going to take the best looking girl who will have you, even if she's completely horrible. And Ron's like, yep, that sounds about right. And Hermione's just like, I'm done with this. (laughs) Yes. And leaves. Take a look in the mirror, Ron Weasley. You're pretty nasty yourself. Yeah, seriously. Not physically, but emotionally. I love how Dean is like, I can't believe you two got the best looking girls in our year when they're like heading to the ball that I night. know. I think that's hilarious. Go Patils. Yeah. Hell yes, Patils. And I mean, like, even when they're Harry hot. and Ron aren't like dancing with them, like they immediately, immediately get taken away by dates. like Bo Batten's yep. guys. Yep. 
So good for them. They're hot. They are. They're I looking fresh to death. It. Yeah. Fresh to death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the crypt keeper. <laughs> That's a very old phrase that just came out of my I'm mouth. The crypt keeper. Fresh to death. What was it you said? You said something about Soldier Boy once, and I was like, that is a song from 2009. <laughs> Prank that Soldier Boy. Oh my god. Oh, you said take that Soldier Boy. I did, because I was trying to make it relevant to what we were talking about. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, so they're just kind of, kind of all around, mostly Ron, all around terrible about the whole thing. <laughs> Harry's like, I guess I could take Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> but Harry tries to ask Cho. Okay, yes. I was just going to say, uh, yet again, just like with Hermione, um, Ginny is also never thought of as yes, an option. Never. Until the last minute. Yeah. That poor girl. All right, God. so Harry's attempt. You know what? Neville thought of both of them right away. Yeah, I'll just say that he asked. You know Hermione what? Yeah, me Neville. Go Neville. <clears throat> I wonder if he asked her before or after Victor Crumb asked her. Probably after. You think she would have gone with him if he had gotten to her first? Yeah, I think she would have. Yes, Hermione's very sweet. She is. And then Harry and Ginny could have gone together and practiced for their wedding. Oh my God. <laughs> So Harry tracks down Cho, finally. Yes. Um, he just goes, like, hunting very, for her. Yeah, he goes hunting for her, and is like, I don't want to ask her in front of all her friends. <laughs> um, I just want to keep in mind that, like, everybody's, like, 14, 15, all around the same age here of just, like, awful, and so, of course, everybody's going to be just, like, laughing constantly. Right. It, there's like no way to be adult about it. No, I just absolutely love it. Not. That all her friends, like when Harry's like, Can I talk to you for a second alone? And they're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> it's the best thing. That's how you me. always are in high school when like a guy is like trying to talk to your bestie. You know, you're like, Oh, I know what's going down here. I'm going to ask you to watch him play football this weekend. <laughs> Except that I am. <coughs> <laughs> I am Cho's bitter lesbian friend in the next book. <laughs> Who's like, no, Marietta. Because in high school, there was a really nasty guy who, like, pretended... <laughs> oh, Daisy's keeping a watchful eye. There was a really nasty guy who pretended to be, like, all sweet and quiet and, like, nerdy and just, I like books and whatever. Mm-hmm. But was really, like, a nasty, nasty dude. Um, who kept going after my friend who was not interested at all and um, went up to her at lunch while we were all just in the middle of hanging out and talking and he read her a poem asking her to prom in front of everybody when they like had barely any like, moments of connection ever. Oh, gross. And did it, in, like, on purpose when, like, he knows how people think of him. Yeah. There it's like, a, aw, you gotta say yes, kind of, like, bullshit. And so everybody was just kind of like, aw, ha, 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 And then just me, stone-faced, like, you fucker. Just, like, so Did she say yes? Yes, yeah, she did. Aww. And then, you know what? She, he kept trying to make moves on her, and she said, I'm really uncomfortable 
like, with this, I don't, I'm not interested in dating you. And he bought both of their prom tickets, so she said, let me, let me buy mine from you. And she said, and this happened after the ticket sales were closed. And he said no and took one of her friends. Oh, my instead. God. What an asshole. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and so she almost didn't get to go. Maybe she didn't even go. I don't even remember. It's been oh. too long. But she might have not been able to go. That is sick. Yeah. Guys are worst. Yeah. So fully disgusting. Anyway, I just wanted to I just wanted to make note that like all of them are like, haha, giggle, giggle, laugh, and meanwhile, me and Marietta the lesbians are like, I see your gays. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that when people do those kind of like public proposals. Unless like, you, you are dating, no. that is unacceptable. Yes. It's like the same kind of thing when like dudes will like hit on girls who are working. Yes. That's not, they're not allowed to be mean to you. Yeah. Because they're working. Vile sick people. Or like when people do like proposals at like oh basketball games or something, you know, like in front of everybody. It's a trap. It's yeah. always a trap. It is. Yeah, I saw this video once where this guy, like, proposed to this girl at the halftime of, like, some, like, NBA game, and she said no, and walked away, and people were, like, booing her for Uh -uh. saying no to him. And I was like, that's not cool. No. She didn't want to get married. No! You can't, like, get mad at her for that. I'm sorry, it's his fault that he embarrassed himself by proposing in a public place. (laughs) I, oh, it made me mad. I felt bad for that poor girl. That's if you're funny. listening, I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. I hate people. <laughs> but, anyway, but Harry doesn't try yeah, to do not to say that Harry's proposal. I was just thinking about that because I was thinking of all of Cho's laughing, giggling friends or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> Was I was her, not that friend for my friends. No. Was her lesbian friend there? Was she not laughing? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yes. She's like, no, I wanted to go with her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she was just waiting for no one to ask so she could just be like, well, we could just go as friends. Yeah. <laughs> Classic move. Oh, Classic man. move. <laughs> um, but she says no when Harry asks. Yeah, he's so awkward about it, too. <laughs> want to go ball with me? Want to go ball with me? <laughs> Tell you want to go ball with me. <laughs> Do you want to go fondue? You want to go? Oh, no. I walked by a fondue place the other day and I like thought of that immediately. <laughs> like, oh, let's go fondue at the melting pot. Oh, no. <laughs> so she says no. She says no. And then he asks her who she's going with. Oh, my with. God, no, because she's like, no, I'm sorry. He's like, it's fine, it's fine. She's like, okay. Ugh, no, I'm, I'm really not. sorry. And he's like, it's, it's fine. Okay, bye. And she's like, okay, bye. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Who are you going with? <laughs> That's so awkward. I would never, I would never, if someone like said no, if I asked them to that, be like, who are you going with? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Why can't you go with me? <laughs> Just no. She said somebody asked me already. I'm really sorry. God. They do the same thing to Hermione when she's like, someone already asked me. They're like, who? That's like even ruder. Like yeah. hers, like a little bit worse. Harry's just like overcome yeah. with jealousy. Right. Not like a Ron's like absolute disbelief of like, she's lying. And he's like trying to like trick her into telling them all throughout the week. 
Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. God, Ron. Well, he finds out Cedric. He finds out it's Cedric, and that just makes him hate him even more. <laughs> I love like Cedric was finally growing on him, That's and then it. he's like, oh, now he's taking Cho to the ball. <laughs> I love it. He's like... Um, he was maybe even a little bit possibly starting to forgive him for beating at Quidditch one time. Yeah. Harold. <laughs> God. <laughs> cool down. Like, I don't get why he is upset when he knows the reason why it happened. It's not like he cheated him out of anything. Right. I know. And he, I will not shut up about it. He tried to get a rematch. He did. I he know. He is a good boy. Someone was arguing to me the other day that Cedric is just like a useless character, and I'm like, but he's perfect. How dare you? He's so sweet. I love him so much. So anyway, so Harry gets back to the common room all depressed, and when we get there, we find Ginny comforting Ron after he (laughs) asked Fleur, and then ran away. (laughs) And then ran away. Before she could even say anything. Oh, she God. looked at me like I was a sea slug or something. And then I just, <laughs> you like, are. sort of came to my senses and ran for it. <clears throat> and then Harry tries to be all, like, nonchalant. Like, oh, I bet you just walked past when she was turning on the old charm for Diggory and got a blast of it. But she was wasting her time. He's going with Cho Chang. <laughs> I love that she tried to ask him. He's so hot. What, I know. A, what a hot commodity. <laughs> right. Seriously. <laughs> I bet he got asked by lots of people. I bet he did, too. But he was confident. He went for Cho. <laughs> mm. Power couple. Power couple. If he hadn't died, they would have gone all the way. They would have had a beautiful life together. <laughs> yes, they would have. Oh my god. Those oh my god. god. <laughs> and then Ron's making... Oh, and then they're like, oh, we're going to be the only ones left who haven't got any dates. Well, except Neville. Guess what? He asked Hermione. But she's, oh, she told him she's already going with someone. And then they're like, oh, she probably just lied to him. Who'd want to go with Neville? Yeah. I would want to go with Neville. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, have we gotten to this little, this little part where Harry says that I asked Cho. And then, um, the mention is made of Ginny's face dying. Yeah, she just stopped smiling. Oh. Oh, Ginny. And then Ron, oh, she was probably so sad, though, when Ron's like, this is just ridiculous. Ginny, you go with Harry. And she was just like, I already told Neville I would go with him. (laughs) (laughs) She's playing it cool. She's a woman of her own convictions. She said she'd go, and Neville is nice, and she sticks up for him. And she's gonna go with him. And and she has a good time time. with him. Just in the movie? Just in the movie. He's stepping on her toes a lot in the book. I kind of like what the movie did, making him have, like, the time of his life. And making him be, like, a... He shines at the ball. Yeah. I think that was sweet. I like that better than him being awkward always. Yeah. (laughs) Awkward always. (laughs) He's just trying his best out there. And then Ron has his, like, oh, Hermione Neville's right. You are a girl. (laughs) Oh, well spotted. God. Um, but then... Harry asks Parvati to go with him, and <laughs> and then he asks if Lavender will go with Ron, and but she's already got a date. <laughs> I love it because <laughs> Parvati's like, oh no, she can't. She's going with Seamus. Like they're like dying. This yeah. is like the <laughs> most ridiculous thing that's ever happened to them in entire lives. <laughs> If Parvati's so hot, why hadn't anyone asked her up until this point? Why didn't Dean? Who 
Because they're Dean best friends. It's two best friends to go together. Yeah. Why didn't they ask? Who does Dean go with? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he goes with Luna. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe he just goes alone and was hoping to hang out with Seamus. Probably that's what happened, yes. <laughs> Oh my god, no, yeah. but Harry, under his breath, is just like, come on, do you know anyone that would go with Ron? <laughs> I know. This oh, is what happens sister. when you're fucking nasty. Because yeah. guess what? Probably Lavender wouldn't have gone with Ron, because he said, can I have a look at Uranus? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you're a nasty fucker all year, right. and then all of a sudden comes time to get a date, and you're a sexist little butthole out here. His little anus is just out here being a real... <laughs> Dickweed. No, thank you, Ronald. I don't know why Harry didn't just, like, immediately think to ask one of the girls in his year to go with him. Right. And Ron, too. I don't know why he didn't immediately just be like, oh, yeah, Parvati and Lavender are free. Why don't we just take them? <laughs> Instead of just be, you know? Yeah. Then they can leave Seamus and Dean alone so they can go together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that's what I would have done. They take all their classes together. They see each other every day. Just because they're awkward and don't talk to girls unless it's Hermione. Yeah. It's someone they know. Right. They someone they're, go like, around being crazy. friends with, you know? Like, yeah. not, like, besties, but they're more than just, like, classmates. Come you on. Know? They hang out in the common room. Come on. They're just dumb. There was Stupid. no need for them to wait until, like, Christmas Eve to get to me. I know. Like, why of course he they, ends up going with Parvati. And why has, why haven't they been asked? I don't understand. I don't get that. They're so if hot. Dean is like, they're so hot, why did it take until, like, the end of, like, the asking time for them to, like, get dates? <laughs> why didn't those Bo Batten's guys ask him right away? I know. They don't even have to just pick from Hogwarts. Well, students. no, because they're asking older girls. <laughs> well, that's true. Because they're all old. Yeah, that's true. Ugh. Okay. Well, I have anyway, a question. That's the end of that chapter. I have a question. Okay. I have a question. Okay. And it's a question from my heart and my soul. Because Scholastic didn't have a thing to offer me. <laughs> so, here's my question. Why is Hermione so reluctant to tell them that she's going with Victor Crumb? She probably thinks they'll, like, tease her about it. Yes. And I think, too, because she kind of has been talking shit about him a little yeah. bit. So she's a real hypocrite about it. Right. And I think that's why they tease her. Yeah. Too. And she's like, oh, well, why? Because he's famous. You're going with him now. Oh, suddenly you like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also they've just proven to be, I don't know, I don't want to blame it on Harry too much. He hasn't really done much. He, all his thinking, all his stuff has been inside. He doesn't say it. He just thinks Do you think it. it's almost a little bit like of a, like a too good to be true thing to her a little bit? That like she got asked by like a famous guy. Yeah, I don't know. She's having a little Cinderella moment. Yeah. I think she, yeah, she wants to keep it to herself. Keep the pressure off. Yeah. Too. For sure. Because if anybody else knew about it, because mm -hmm. Ron's big old mouth. I'm sure the other girls would know about it. And then there's a lot of pressure on her. Who she, like... Not that she doesn't get along with them, but she ha she doesn't have very many, like, girl friendships. Yeah. You know? So it's like... Then, uh, then, like, all of a sudden, like, the pressure's on to, like, you have to look so good. Yeah. 
She knows it's there's him. gonna be it's gonna be big news for him to like go with her yeah. of all people. Mm-hmm. So she was probably just nervous to like see what people's reaction would be. Yeah. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Poor lady. Yeah. Is this when we notice her teeth? Or is that a little later? Well, no, I think they they noticed it earlier. Oh, okay. In this section. <clears throat> but then, like, the Yule Ball is what makes it, like, really stand out. And Harry's like, I can't believe I didn't notice it sooner. Can you, really fast, if you can, it's not the most important thing in the world, but I did, I was surprised by Malfoy's insult to her. And, and that's what, because that's when they notice. I don't remember. It's in this part, but he, he calls her something. And then that's when, after that, they're like, Hermione, your teeth. And she's like, what? Because <laughs> he yeah. said something about her teeth. He called her Big Tooth Clever Clogs. He did, I think it was Big Tooth <laughs> Clever Clogs. <laughs> no, it was something, and it was like something mudblood. But I was, I was surprised by his ingenuity. And then she's like, oh, hey, Moody. And then he flinches. Yeah. Well, I don't remember where it is. Maybe we haven't seen it yet. I feel like we... I feel well, like isn't it about to be the, the Yule Ball? ball? Aren't we about yeah. to get right into the Yule Ball? Oh, yeah, it's literally the beginning of the next chapter. Oh! That it happens. <laughs> okay, so maybe it wasn't, like, Christmas Eve that they asked them, but it was still, like, getting down yes, to the... Yes, absolutely. To the end, but, um... Eventually classes end, and they end up having... A week leading up to Christmas to enjoy themselves. It was like a week before the ball. Always very good. Um, and yeah, Ron is trying to. <laughs> he really get wants her to know. Just keeps dropping it. She okay. And before this, like she writes that like Fleur is like the only one who is complaining about stuff. Like she's already <laughs> writing her to be someone to be annoyed by, yes. even before Half Blood Prince. Hermione like already hates her. <laughs> she has since the very beginning. Yeah, since the moment. I love it though. I'm so excited to talk about the part where they're eating at the ball, and we get to hear tidbits about the schools. Eee! Yeah, I know that's fun. I'm excited to get to that part. Um, he calls her a long molared mud blood. That's it. What the fuck? Long molar. A long molar. Those are not blood. your molars. Those are not in the molars. He's an <laughs> idiot. He never went to public school. <laughs> of course not. Long molared. <laughs> long molared mud blood. He just wanted to. And then everybody's just alliteration. like, hello, Professor Moody. <laughs> Twitchy little ferret, aren't you, Malfoy? <laughs> I love that. We've already talked about this, right? About how she says her mom and dad won't be, will be upset because yes, they because wanted her to get braces. As someone who's had braces, that's insane. That doesn't shrink your teeth. Her teeth, yeah. So, like, what are they going to do? Are they just going to try and pull the rest down? Yeah. For no reason other than to make her front teeth look smaller? That's nuts. Yeah. That's, like, cosmetic. That's not orthodontics. Right. Come on now. Come on now. What were they going to do? Shave down her teeth then? That sucks. She should just grind her teeth until they're small. That's why the my front teeth ones. are so tiny. <laughs> D. D. That's good for her. What did she need braces for? It wasn't like she had a crooked anything. It would have just been to like no, she pull just had the other teeth. teeth down, which is like stupid. Yeah. When did you lose your last baby tooth? I don't even remember. 
I think I was in like sixth grade. I had Same. to get my last ones like grade. pulled out though. They Fifth weren't coming grade. out on their own, so I had to go to the dentist and get my molars like pulled out. Oh my. I remember I got very ferocious toward the end. Like I would feel the littlest bit and I'd just say, okay, and I'd I'd get it dry with the tissue. I'd grab on, I'd do the tiniest little like neck snap of a twist and pull it up and it'd be done. Oh. I was powerful. I hated that. I got I got so nervous. Every I was time. very afraid of it as a child, especially. Um, this is gross. So just like apologies. <laughs> One of my top front teeth was I'm gonna throw up. Was really hanging on there, and this is of course you know the 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 front the little front ones are the first ones you lose. So yeah. you're real young and real scared. <gasps> and it was really hanging on, and it was really hanging on, and like it was all the way off, except that I just had to pull it, but it was still hanging. And then, <laughs> and then when I finally did pull it, I had like a little white boogie sticking out from like the inside of the tooth that had like died yet or something, and I. Oh, what oh. is that? I am like still disgusted by it to this day, but I will I look hate up that. that I is. hate that. Like I, I think about that, and I'm just like, I cannot believe that something that I went through with every single tooth in my mouth I know. that I had to lose so many of them. You just, I like blocked just out it. all of it. it was I remember traumatic. I had to, I had to get like legit like four teeth pulled out by the dentist oh. though, because like the baby teeth were just like not loosening up fast enough and so like I literally like some of them like were not even loose and they had to like <gasps> numb my mouth and just like yank them out oh. and one of them like I remember like I think it was like one of my like fangs did it have a dangly bit no one oh. of my like big teeth like the adult tooth was like growing in like over the top of the small <gasps> tooth it was still there oh so like they God. literally were like overlapping in my mouth this is a horror show and my dentist had to like pull the the bottom oh. one out and then i when i went in she pulled like three molars out at the same time oh my god it was growing over the it was growing over the other one it was it was like i had like a double tooth oh my god it was gross this is a nightmare Okay, we have to stop talking. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this I just like oh boy teeth. I think that's really honestly truly a part of my childhood that I. I out. yeah honestly I, I, I only I, remember I, the really easy ones when my friends were like, "Did you just pull a tooth out?" <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, what of it?" Like, <laughs> that was like good times. And then I remember the really traumatic front tooth, but that's it. I don't remember anything. I think else. I made my sister pull a lot of my <gasps> or like my parents because I was like I literally couldn't do it. I would try. I would grab it and I, I would get too scared and yeah. I would like. Drop it, and oh I would like need god. someone else to do it because oh I'd be like, I can't, I can't do it. You have to pull my teeth out for me. I can't do it myself. Oh my god! Yuck! I'm not excited to go through that with my own children. Teeth oh, and eyes. No teeth and eyes. You. Oh god! Those are the worst episodes of Grey's Anatomy when We're people gonna... have eye injuries. I hate that. Okay. Anyway, Hermione shrunk her teeth. <laughs> This, uh, to, to, what I mean to say here is I wish that I was a wizard so that I didn't have to get braces and somebody could just magic my mouth better. This podcast has been promposals and teeth pulling. Oh, like, that's what we talked about. Alright, let's chug along. Let's get to the ball. Okay. Oh, before that, Sirius's letter comes back. Oh. Oh, well, there's nothing super excited in it. He's just like, oh, congrats, you got past the dragon. Your way was even better than what I was going to suggest. But also, but, don't forget. But don't get comfortable. There are two more casts, and people are going to be wanting you to die. Don't forget, you have two more chances to die. Yeah. And also, of embarrassment at the Yule Ball. Have fun. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Christmas Day comes, and Dobby wakes Harry up. Yes. Gives him socks. 
for his gift. And Harry gives him a pair of Uncle Vernon socks that Dudley, or not Dudley, that Dobby gets, like, fully emotional about. And is, uh, like, um, I think that the shop gave them to you wrong. Yeah, they're the same. the same. Oh my god. Hey, also, let's talk about this. Just, you know, just for fu- just for fun, just for shits and giggles. Um, Harry gets a single tissue from the Dursleys. A single tissue. Is that is that better than nothing at all? Like they had to take the time to think, okay, well, I guess we should send him something. Why bother? If yeah, like, seriously. I'm going to wrap a single Kleenex. And mail it to him. God. In Scotland. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? They're so fucking petty. A tissue. I feel like in other books he hasn't even gotten a gift from them. So, like, why Those would socks. They... Those socks came as a Christmas gift? I think so. Oh. Old socks among the ones. I think in one book they just send him, like, a dime. Oh my God. Or something. Well, at least that's money. Ten cents. I mean, I guess I don't know what that translates. (laughs) Go to like a penny candy store and buy yourself ten Tootsie Rolls. Ten Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, vile people. God, they're gross. Some of his other gifts are cool, though. This is where he gets that cool, like, knife from Sirius. Yes. And he gets a whole bunch of candy from Hagrid. What happens to that one? Oh, it's in the next one. He uses it and the door melts it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, when they're at the ministry, yes. I think, at the end of the fifth one. Yes. I was trying to think of what happened In the that. fifth book, Sirius and Lupin buy him a joint Christmas Okay, gift. yeah, because they're his gay uncles. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. Only couples send joint gifts. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Don't fiends It's not just that Lupin he can't talks. leave the house. It's like he can talk to people and have them she buy something. He can order them through the mail. That's how he bought the firebolt. Yes. God. Joint gift. Joint gift. I hate it. <laughs> Tonks. I love it. Tonks. God. It's not her fault. So yeah, then they, they spend the whole day hanging out, having fun. Mm-hmm. Hermione leaves early to take three hours to get pretty for the ball. Mm-hmm. Well, um, she's, she's got to tame that, tame that dude. tame that mane. Tame that mane. <laughs> she's got to silkify those curls. The fat lady and Violet are getting drunk. From chocolate liquor, and Harry and the guys get into their robes. <laughs> Harry and the boys. Harry and the boys getting ready for the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and Ron tries to cut off all the lace to make it look not like a dress. Yes. <laughs> and then As opposed just... to all other robes that are just big moo-moos. <laughs> just big black moo-moos. So like the Except lace is colorful. really the offensive one. Yeah. Black is the movie version. In the uh-uh, it's black robes. For is the it? for oh, like just girls that wear No, 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 no. I mean I mean for day wear. Oh, I'm saying gotcha. like I thought you were talking about He dress wears robes. a fucking dress every day. Yeah. So I don't know what he's so mad about. But it's about. not a lacy dress, okay. so it's not girly. Well, maybe he should just learn how to feel sexy. Maybe he should just not be so uptight about his masculinity. <laughs> Well, someone had to say it. <laughs> Toxic masculinity, guys. It's a real thing. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Padma and P- Parvati are just, like, shining pretty. Yeah. real jealous. And then... Um, oh, does it say anything about Dean? 
No, it just says no. that he's like, I don't get how you guys got the most gorgeous girls in a year. Because we asked. Haley asked. <laughs> um, they can't find Hermione. Harry literally sees, like, the, the Durmstrang people come in and, like, doesn't recognize her Yes. Ever. She's just a pretty girl in blue robes. Um, and then McGonagall calls them over, all the champions over. Um, and then Harry recognizes Hermione and she looks like she has never looked before. <laughs> Can we get a description on this beautiful lady? She had done something with her hair. It was no longer bushy, but sleek and shiny and twisted up into an elegant knot at the back of her head. She was wearing robes made of a floaty periwinkle blue and she was holding herself differently somehow. Or maybe it was just the absence of the <laughs> 20 or so book she usually had slung over her back. And she was smiling, making the reduction of her teeth. More noticeable than ever. I can just picture her in a just beautiful kind of like chiffon, like just like floating around, spinning and letting it really go. Oh, I love. I love it. Oh, it's so sweet. I'm so happy for her. And not a prom dress. Not a prom dress. They're robes. They all wear robes. 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 Her dress in the movie is really pretty, though. It's beautiful. She's hair, not though. this, like, breathtaking beauty, though, because Emma Watson is just, like, beautiful even when she's just dressed like normal Hermione. Oh, God. It's not like it's Well, she didn't have to a... be. No, they just chose to she because you can't be. have a hot girl not be hot in a movie. It's, like, against the law. Her hair's the same. She just pinned it. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. Oh, God. Malfoy doesn't even have an insult to throw at her. He just, like, walks by, like, gaping. Is there a law? <laughs> Sorry. And we Ron get... just walks right by without even looking. <gasps> what a dumb bitch. Did we get a, <laughs> dis- Did we get a description of Cho? Mm, no, it just says that they were standing close to Harry when all the champions were gathered. I think that's all it says. It doesn't say like what she's wearing or anything. Unless it says so, like, later. I feel like I remembered it saying that she had, like, something silver on, but maybe not. I just wanted to know, like, how accurate the movies were in terms of color. <laughs> yeah. No, Fleur was wearing something silver. silver. Pansy Parkinson is wearing frilly pink robes. Yes, Pansy. Yes, Pansy. Yes, yes Fleur Pansy. wearing the silver gray okay. satin. With Roger Davies. Roger Davies. How does she choose him of all people to go with? <laughs> Weird. Is he like hot stuff? Maybe. Roger Davies? Maybe. We'll have to see. I feel like he's in the slug club, isn't he? I is don't he remember. I don't think so. Maybe not. Maybe I'm. No, he just dates that. Cho later. Why don't we get a description of Cho? We get a description of what Madame Maxine is wearing and not Cho. <laughs> Maybe it just hurts too much to look at her. <laughs> Aww. So anyway, so they all go into the hall, sit down at their table, and get to order off a menu. Ooh. Ooh. And Mr. Crouch is not there. Percy is taking his seat. Yes. So Harry finds I love how he like Percy. very pointedly is like, sit by me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> And then as soon as Harry sits down, he's just like, "Just because he wants to I've brag. been promoted. Yes! I'm his personal assistant now. 
Clover it's sleeve. like the paragraph describing like what he's doing and where Crouch is is like almost half a page. I love that he's like he's like still very reverent of him, but then is also being like, well, he's getting on, he's old, he's whatever, blah 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 blah. I will take his place. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just glad myself. he had someone he could rely upon to oh take my his place. God, Percy. And then Harry's just like, I just want to know if he stopped calling me Weatherby yet. Yes, <laughs> Percy. Um. So yeah, then we find out that we hear um, Crumb and Hermione's conversation, and yes. he's telling her about the Durmstrang Castle. Tell me about it. Um, it is not as big as Hogwarts, nor as comfortable. They just have four floors, and the fires are lit only for magical purposes. So they walk around in the dark usually. I think it's just cold. Oh, like <laughs> not like torches, but like fireplaces. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Um, but they have grounds even larger than Hogwarts, though in the winter they have very little daylight, so they are not enjoying the grounds, but in the summer they are flying every day over the lakes and mountains. <laughs> Sounds like and the perfect breeding like, ground for torture. Hey, stop telling her what our castle is like. <laughs> and Dumbledore's like, oh, let them talk, Igor. <laughs> Dumbledore's like, I already know everything about it. <laughs> I dated your school star you pupil. You have no secrets. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend signed his car in your walls. <laughs> your secrets were pillow talk to me. <laughs> you are a small, weak man. <laughs> your secrets were pillow talk <laughs> Secrecy. It's like you don't want visitors at your castle. And Karkaroff's like, well, we all enjoy our private domains, don't we? And then Dumbledore's like, yeah, like my cool shitting room. Yeah. <laughs> Full chamber pots. Speaking of secrets and really cool stuff about our castles and schools we want to protect, I have a place in my castle that's full of shitters. <laughs> And I just found out about it last night. <laughs> Maybe it's only a room that shows up when you have to take a piss. <laughs> Does your school have that? <laughs> you don't have any magical rooms. <laughs> just like swastikas on the wall. <laughs> yep, that's your decoration. <laughs> We've got chamber pots. <laughs> I can pee anywhere I want. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Sorry. What does Fleur say? Fleur is just complaining but it about their, their decoration. She's like, at Bow Battens, they have ice sculpture. A, a, bo, bo. <laughs> <laughs> they have ice sculptures all around the dining chamber <laughs> at <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. They do not melt, though. They're like huge statues of diamonds. Of diamonds. Glittering all around the place. And the food is simply superb. And they have choirs of wood nymphs who serenade thus as we eat. And we have none of this ugly armor in the halls. And if a poltergeist ever entered into Bow Battens, he would be expelled like that. <laughs> yeah, like that. 
I love too that she doesn't call it a castle. She calls it a palace. Mm-hmm. I know. Ooh. The French people. They're Ooh. so fancy. Ooh, the French. They're diamond Ooh, sculptures the and they're serenading <laughs> bells. <laughs> I am. I don't. I am absolutely losing it. I would love to eat where the wood nymph singing in the ear. <laughs> God. Oh, that is man. fancy living. Well, now it's time to dance. Well, now it's time to dance, and Harry sucks at it. Oh, Hermione is teaching Crumb how to say her name first. Oh, yes. Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> Hermione. Hermione. Didn't she add that in because so many people were having a hard time pronouncing Hermione's name? Just like yes, fans and that's why it doesn't make any sense because she's saying it out loud and he can copy what it sounds like out loud. Right. So him going, Hermione, Hermonini, Hermionini. Hermonini. It's like, there's, it's just no. It's just a no. It's just. <laughs> it's like the, like, burbler, what, the blueberry thing? <laughs> oh, yes. Say blue. <laughs> Blue, say berry, berry, say blueberry, burbelly. <laughs> burbelly. <laughs> burbelly. Burbelly. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like that Friends episode where Phoebe's trying to teach Joey how to speak French. Have you seen that one? No. <laughs> it's so funny. But yeah, then the Weird Sisters come in and they play this like really depressing sounding like waltz music. <laughs> I'm going to do that in the background while you describe what goes on during the dance. Are you ready? Wait, let me find, like, the actual dancing. Will you just, just, just describe what happens. I'm going to do the background music. Okay. <laughs> ready? The Weird Sisters now trooped up onto the stage to wildly enthusiastic applause. They were all extremely hairy and dressed in black robes that had been artfully ripped and torn. They picked up their instruments, and Harry, who had been so interested in watching them that he had almost forgotten what was coming, suddenly realized that the lanterns on all the other tables had gone out, and that the other champions and their partners were standing up. Harry tripped over his dress robes as he stood up. The weird sisters struck up a slow, mournful tune. Harry walked onto the brightly lit floor, carefully avoiding catching anyone's eye. He could see Seamus and Dean waving at him and sniggering, and next moment, Parvati had seized his hands, placed one around her waist, and was holding the other tightly in hers. Thank you. <laughs> so they danced for one song. So they danced for one song. They Neville one and Ginny song. joined them, and Neville is stepping on Ginny's feet. Dumbledore dances with Madame Maxime. Moody dances with Professor Sinistra. And yeah, then they go sit down after one song. <laughs> Um, Ron and Padma, Ron and Padma are just sitting. They don't even dance once. No, and she's, Rob's she's a bitch pissed. Bit. Yeah. And then um, someone else comes to ask Parvati to dance right away. And Padma goes up and joins them. And Harry and Ron are just sitting there. And Ron's pouting about Hermione. Go cry some more. Um, yeah, Hermione comes over to them, and Harry, like, greets her, and Ron just doesn't say anything. Oh, my God. She's like, Victor's gone to get drinks, and Ron's like, what, he hasn't asked you to call him Vicky yet? Oh, my God. And she's just like, what's wrong? She's and like, like I'm sorry, if you don't know. Who sleeps with his action figure every night, right. Ron? <laughs> Ron's like, if you don't know what's wrong, I'm not gonna tell you. Jesus Christ. He's from Durmstrang. He's competing against Harry, against Hogwarts. You're fraternizing with the enemy, that's what you're doing. 
Who was it wanting his autograph? This dialogue is like straight in the movie. Uh, yeah, this I thought was done really well, and then I um, I have a love-hate relationship with her crying on the stairs and taking her shoes off. I know. <laughs> it's so teen movie, it sucks. I hate her being a total mom to Harry and just being like, go to bed. Oh, Jesus I hate Christ. that, too. Never mind, off to bed. Oh, jeepers, creepers. Where have you been? Um, God. Aw, <laughs> oh, he, like, he was trying to work up the courage to ask her, though. He was being so sweet and cute. Yeah, because he's afraid he's going to blow his pedophile cover. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what do you got against Victor Crumb? He's Nothing. so sweet. I'm just always horrified by their age difference because I forget I every time. I know. Um, did they lock lips that night? I don't know if they did. I don't think it says until this is the sixth book when Ginny's like yelling at Ron that her No, I know. I'm just wondering, do you think Victor. they locked lips that night? They had to have. Do they really hang out after this? I don't know. They write to each other for sure. Doesn't she go visit him over the summer? That's what I think, but is that my fan fiction? I don't know. 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 I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. Okay. Nobody dances. They go outside. There's drama foot. There's drama. They hear um, Karkaroff talking to Snape. Yes. Something is getting clearer and clearer. What is it? I don't know. And then... <laughs> um, and he's he's really scared. And Snape's like, then fine, run away. But I'm not going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they overhear Hagrid talking to Madame Maxine. And he... <laughs> Is like, yeah, I'm half giant. What side is your half giant part from? And she's like, what? I'm not half giant. <laughs> I, just, I just have big bones. <laughs> um, and then Ron's all horrified and is like, he's a giant. And Harry's like, yeah, he is. Duh. <laughs> Duh. I like the two um, ideas that are proposed, both by Ron and by Malfoy. Um that Ron thinks that he was, like, hit by an engorgement charm as a child mm-hmm. real hard. And then Malfoy says that he thought he drank Skelligro. Oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, interesting thoughts you've both put into this. Big bones. <laughs> Big bones. Instead of just half giant, which makes so much more sense. But does it? I can't. He describes his dad as being so little. I know. And then they go on in this chapter to say that giants are 20 feet tall. Is that even logistical, sex-wise? Have you Could seen... Could that even the, happen? Have you seen the movie Ponyo? No. The mother of Ponyo is a beautiful, gigantor woman who lives in the sea. She is the ocean. Mm-hmm. And then there is a dude. <laughs> and they had a baby. And it's Ponyo. And a bunch of other little fish babies. Oh. But she's huge. She carries him in her hands. I mean, she can shrink down in that movie fine, whatever. But I think about that, too. I'm like, what did he... Did he just, like, walk in and jerk off? (laughs) I literally... (laughs) The grossest thing I've ever said in my life! (laughs) No, but I think about that often. I think about this. How can a human have sex with a giant? I think about Hagrid's dad impregnating his mother often. Whenever I read this book, at least. Yeah. I don't understand how that could happen. It's like, crazy I don't feel like it should be possible. And how do they even f- 
fall in love. Yeah. That he says he was heartbroken when she left. Left? Where were they? Left. Were they even in love? Or was Hagrid just like an oops child? How did, how was that an oops? No, because he has a brother. Well, it's a half brother, yes. though. His brother is a full giant. I don't know. I don't get it. Did he just jerk off and then, like, she sat down <laughs> in the pile? Ew! <laughs> As if I didn't just say somebody walked into a vagina and jerked off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know how it could happen. It's really upsetting, and you know what? If I could have one sex thing that J.K. Rowling talks about, I would love it to be this. Yeah, seriously. I would love I it to be this. I don't understand how that's possible. Can she write just, like, a quick... A quick little smut fic for me. Just a, just a little bit <laughs> of Hagrid's parents boning. I just want to know. He's so small. He's, yeah, not even, just like a small He's person. just like a small human, first yeah. of all. Terrifying. So then that trying to fuck a giant? <sighs> How does this happen? And then he's heartbroken when she leaves. Were they living somewhere together? I feel they like live that's out in like the, the equivalent of someone sticking like a toothpick up there. It's so tiny. 20 feet. It's not 20 feet tall. 20 feet tall. Having sex with a like 5 foot tall man at the most. A fourth. That's a fourth her size. That's nuts. I don't think that could happen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it works. We have to stop talking about it. Harry notices a beetle. Important to know. Harry notices a beetle while they are walking around. Mm-hmm. And then they go back inside and Cedric gives Harry a clue about the egg. Why is Snape the... I was about to call him the Pussy Patrol. Why is Snape... <laughs> he is On the sex patrol. duty. So he can see what he never got. <laughs> Dumbledore oh, thought it would be funny. Oh my, honestly, <laughs> probably. You can be the one to catch all these kids sneaking out to make out. Since that was your dream that never got fulfilled. Oh my god. The abstinence officer. The abstinence officer. (laughs) Who better to do it than, like, a 40-year-old virgin? Oh my god. Help. Help. (laughs) Yes, so Harry's like... Cool. Take a bath. Take a bath with my egg. Take a bath with my egg. Mow things over in the hot water. Harry's like, yeah, I'll take a bath. (laughs) Oh, I'll take a bath. Cedric's like, you can even use the prefect's bathroom. He's so sweet. He's trying to be so sneaky about it. Yeah. And then Harry gets back and Ron and Hermione are like yelling at each other. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and Ron's just like you just you've completely missed the point no you've missed the point Ronald. Ron alright let's move on next chapter okay you didn't have any questions about no, that no ma'am okay chapter 24 Rita Skeeter's scoop boom <laughs> uh, so they wake up on boxing day is that the day after Christmas yes cool and Ron and Hermione, I don't know what Boxing Day is. We don't call it that here. 
I just we call don't call it, it anything. I just call it Depression Day. Depression Day. Everyone's so sad the day after Christmas. They have to go to work again. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> um, so Ron and Hermione have kind of just like, they're not talking about their argument. They've yeah, they've decided to just they're not discuss They're pretending it never ever. happened. They tell Hermione what they found out about Hagrid, and she's like, well, yeah. <laughs> I kind of figured. So Ron's really the only one who really thinks it's, like, that big a deal. Yeah. Um, so they start working on homework, blah, blah, blah. Harry's avoiding working on the egg, blah, blah, blah. Um, so then they, they go to care of magical creatures, and Hagrid is not there. Um, Professor Grubbly Plank is there. Is this the first time we ever see her? Yes. And they have a really awesome lesson. They do. Well, the girls do. The girls do. <laughs> um, but the boys still learn. I, yeah, the ones lot. who are paying attention. Um, so they find out that uh, Rita Skeeter somehow found out about Hagrid's secret and wrote a giant article about it in the Daily Prophet. Bum, bum, bum. And I have she... a question from me. Okay. About this. Okay. It specifically noted uh, when Harry's reading the article... That she, not just, you know, outing him as a half-giant, but also making a point to say that he's not a pureblood like he pretends to be. Mm-hmm. I just, like, why is that an important thing to note? Because it's their other form of racism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That I just I thought that that was really interesting. Yeah, I forgot that she said that. Too. That it was it was that together. That yeah. I know that that makes it like snappier. It's like he's not pure blood. He's not even like a full blood wizard. Like whatever that he's half giant. Blah blah blah. But I'd like to maybe say that this kind of adds something to um, my thing about him being Slytherin. Mm-hmm. That it's so important to be a pure blood. Yeah. Oh, everyone else in the fandom believes so hardcore that he was a Hufflepuff. A Hufflepuff? Yeah. I always see it Gryffindor. Really? I've seen a lot of people, like, on the Facebook pages that I follow, someone had, like, posted this confession that was like, I always thought Hagrid was a Hufflepuff, and, like, so many people were commenting on it, and were like, oh my god, same! I think that the Slytherin thing is so compelling. I do, too. And doesn't that make it an even bigger betrayal of, like, Mudblood Tom Riddle and, like, Freak Hagrid? Like, yes. should have been, like, in it together, but yeah. he gets betrayed. Right. For pure blood credit. Yeah. <laughs> I think it makes sense. I think it's a really cool theory. I like it. I just wanted to bring it up, because one, the, the magical racism, and two, um... Just because I, I like it. I feel like it adds a little something-something to my, mm-hmm. my Slytherin thing that yeah. I'm so serious about. Yeah. Um, and there are also interviews with, like, Malfoy in here, too. Yes, that they're saying like, that they're so afraid of him and his classes are so scary. And that, like, students have been attacked and stuff before. Is it Crab or Goyle that says they got a bad bite from a flubber It's worm? Crab. I love how Harry, like, rounds on him. He's like, they don't even have any teeth. What the hell? And you. (laughs) They don't even have any teeth. (laughs) Um. So, yeah, they're, they're all, like, super pissed. 
that she would do that to mm-hmm. Hagrid. And, um, um, right, doesn't Hermione have, like, the same reaction as, was it Ron or Harry, where it was, like, immediately, like, how did she know? Yeah. How did she right, find right. out? She's like, how did she find out? You don't think Hagrid would tell her that at the interview? Mm. And Harry's like, no, he didn't even tell us. Why would he tell her? Yeah. And then Hermione's like, well, maybe he, she overheard him at the ball somehow. And Ron's just like, no, we would have seen her. We were, like, out mm-hmm. walking around. I don't know how she found out. It's a mystery to me. I don't know. I sure don't know how we the know nothing. Ends. Maybe she's got an invisibility cloak. Something she'd do, isn't it? Hiding in the bushes, and then Hermione's <laughs> like, like you and Ron did. Oh my god. Um. So then they go down to try to visit Hagrid that night, and he's just like not letting him in. He's completely. Yeah. He's completely ignoring them. Um, Harry lies to Hermione about figuring out the egg clue because yes. she's been nagging him about it. They see Crumb go swimming in the lake in the middle of January and they're like, he's wildly nuts. <laughs> he's wildly nuts. <laughs> and then, um... Are you kidding Jesus right now? Are you kidding? I forgot about that. I was literally trying to, like, tell someone about that today and, like, couldn't remember what the exact phrase was. I just knew Are I had to do it. Jesus. Jesus. Are you kidding right Jesus right now? I overheard, like, a 12-year-old girl at the mall saying that to her friend <laughs> the other day when Katie and I were at the mall, like, cool kids. Woohoo! Um, and it has shaken me to my core. Are you kidding Jesus? Are you kidding Jesus right now? God. <laughs> I hate that. That guy is wildly nuts. Are you kidding Jesus? <laughs> Um, and so Hermione, like, oh, he goes swimming and Ron's like, yeah, well, there's a giant squid, so, you know, maybe he'll, like, die. (laughs) I love how he's just like, yeah, well, there's always the giant squid. Like, he's, like, literally looking forward to it. Yeah, and Hermione's like, you know what, he is really nice. (laughs) Um, and then they go to Hogsmeade, right? Yeah. And then we see some more suspicious behavior on Bagman's part. He tries to help Harry, give him, like, clues and stuff. And we see him in a bad way with some goblins. Yes. That's important. Yes. So he tells Harry that they're trying to find Crouch when Harry asks him, like, what he was talking to them about. Yes. Um, And they talk about Bertha Jorkins a little bit and how they still haven't found out anything about her. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, he tries to, he tries to help Harry, and he's like, oh, well, I mean, we all want to see Hogwarts victory, and Harry's like, yeah, so have you offered to help Cedric, too? And he's like, mm, no. <laughs> and then Fred and George come up, and they try to, like, yes, this is, this section is, like, the first one where we kind of get hints at their blackmailing with him, too. Yep. And then, is that everything we find out in that part? That's it. Then Rita comes in. Yeah. And Harry goes off at her. He's like, why would you do that to Hagrid? And I don't know why I'm shocked, because I don't remember if they said it in an earlier... They must have said it in an earlier chapter, but the fact that her photographer's name is Bozo! I know! (laughs) Oh my god. I don't think they would have said that earlier. Bozo. 
Well, when they were like taking pictures with the champions. Right. I, I just I feel remember. like we would have remembered. That. I feel like we would have commented on it for sure, but yeah. maybe maybe not. But Bozo. And then Rita Skeeter also like makes a comment about Ludo Bagman too. She says, "I know things about him that would make your hair curl." Not, not that, that it needs it. <laughs> She's bullying a fourteen-year-old. God, Hermione gets bullied so much by adults in this book. It's insane. oh my god. She's fully. She, we she outed herself. She's forty-three. Yeah, bullying a fourteen-year-old. So Hermione has now made an enemy of Rita Skeeter. Bum, she bum, she bum. goes off at her too. She's like, "You are a horrible woman," and that she walks out of there like. I am gonna ruin her. Yeah. She's, like, so committed. <laughs> and Ron's like, uh, you don't want to go upsetting Rita Skeeter. And Hermione's like, I don't care. She doesn't scare me. And then she marches right up to Hagrid's hut. Mm-hmm. Like, they march all the way back. And Dumbledore is there. <laughs> also trying to help Hagrid up. Yes, this is one of my favorite Dumbledore moments. When Harry, like, calls her a cow, and then he's like, sorry, and Dumbledore's like, I have gone temporarily yes! deaf and have no idea what you just said. <laughs> I love that. He's so oh, fun. I love him. Oh, it's those moments that make me think I don't hate Dumbledore. I know, but that's I that's the genius of his manipulation. <laughs> so, and then, so they pretty much are just like, Hagrid, we don't care what she said, you're still our friend, we still love you. And then he's like, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then just mutters about Madame Maxime. Just like, big bone. I'll show her big bone. Yeah. Like, okay, Hagrid, I'm sure you will. God. And then he ends it by saying, I would really love to see you win, Harry. Like, I want you yeah. to, like, stick it to everybody. And so then that is what makes Harry be like, okay, I gotta take up yeah. on his, yeah. his bath offer. <laughs> Let's go bathe together, Cedric. Don't. It's my fanfiction. <laughs> so that's the end of that chapter. Um, I don't think I really have anything about that either. Let me just double check what my last questions here are. Oh, sorry. I kind of missed one when we were talking about it. Um, Pottermore wants to know, is Professor Grubbly playing the better teacher? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I know. And you don't want that to be the right answer because you love Hagrid so much, but, like, yeah, I think her classes are more educational. I don't even know that. I feel like it's, like, she she stays in her lane. Mm-hmm. Like, she she's, there's still real cool stuff to do in this class. Mm-hmm. And, like, we know that Hagrid could do that, but this year, Boo. And it's, like, after the hippogriff thing, it was kind of, like, lame after that. But, like, he had he cool has stuff lessons. going on. And he has other good lessons. But he got shaken. Yeah. Yes. Like, with the Thestrals and stuff. Yeah, like absolutely. I think that he just, like, doesn't know how to rein it in. Right. And so that's what makes Grebly Plank the best. Not yeah. the best, but the better teacher out of the two. Just because she, like... But it's not that Hagrid's bad. Yeah, sticks to the curriculum. Yeah. Hagrid. But he's passionate and he knows what he's talking about. He just needs to do it with like the correct lesson plan. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions about that? No, ma'am. Section? Okay. Perfect. Last chapter The Egg and the Eye. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Harry Does goes to right take a bath. I'm going to take a bath. Yeah. And we see Moaning Merle. 
she's back. And she's peeping. And she's peeping. She's not nearly as bad as she is in the movie, though. In the movie, she's, like, full-on, like, trying to seduce him. Yeah, it's disgusting. Well, in this she... one, she's still pretty miserable. Yes. Harry's just like, Myrtle, I'm naked. And she's like, I closed my eyes when you got in. Liar. <laughs> A liar. A liar. That she watched Cedric. And um, then he asks, he's like, do you do you just spy on people in the bath? She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just I like, love her. it's been 50 years of being trapped in a 14-year-old body and mind. Like, she's just, like, miserable and horny all the time. <laughs> like, what girl. else is she supposed to do? She got stuck at the worst age. She did. <laughs> I love the tidbits that we get here, right? It's in this... This part with her where she talks about how she haunted all of Hornby and how she's like saying all this random stuff and that she like it's kind of cut off because Harry stopped listening to her. But where she's like and at her brother's wedding, like she yeah. just is like a full she's just crazy going person. off and that she just like um, like Olive was the one who found her and then it took hours for people to find her body. Yes. Oh, this girl and it's that she was so just so sitting there waiting. How miserable would that have been? Yeah. That it feels like nobody cares. Of course she's miserable all the time. Yeah. She sat for hours just waiting by her dead body. For people to notice that she was gone. Yeah. I feel like at that point she could have tattletailed that she saw like a 15 year old boy just like eat her heart out. <laughs> <laughs> but he was handsome and she'll take his secret to the grave. <laughs> She would have had to watch him eat her. A dream. Tom Riddle. <laughs> Tom Riddle eating me, it's more likely than you <laughs> <I> think. <laughs> oh, we could gross their teenagers. No. <laughs> I meant for real. <laughs> You're disgusting. I thought that's what you meant. Walked inside a woman and jerked off. Katie. <laughs> I am so sorry those words did not come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Harry puts the egg under the water. And she has to walk him through the whole damn thing. Like, this boy is dumb. I know, he's so stupid. It's like, take your egg I to the bath. Well, oh, what should in... I do? Just, like, sit and let it echo in the bath? <laughs> Put it underwater, you dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I love him, but good lord this one. With your egg. That she has to tell him. Reason like, 512 oh, why Harry is not a rainbow. It's not. Oh my god. And then even once he hears it, yeah, he's like, hang What's on. What's underground? Are there, are there mer people in the Black Lake? Ah, yeah, there you go, Harry. <laughs> Jesus. What else could it be? It's a mermaid. He was probably feeling so relieved. I just gotta find out some mermaids now. Oh my god. Compared to a dragon. Mermaids are a piece of cake. But he doesn't really know how to swim. He doesn't know how to swim, and he has to be underwater for a whole hour. Yeah. That's my nightmare. <gasps> Why is that just this podcast? It's just us making that old man noise. <laughs> I don't know. <gasps> oh so my god, and then he asks Myrtle, how am I supposed to breathe? And she's just like, you're talking about breathing in front of me? <laughs> That's when I can't when she goes do off. it. Yeah. You're talking about breathing in front of me. God, I love her. What a snowflake. <laughs> what a snowflake. Ew. What are they going to take from me? 
She literally got murdered. <laughs> but it's Snowflake. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So then Harry pulls out the mirror on his, or not the mirror, he pulls out the map. <laughs> and he's on his way. And he's on his way back to the common room but when... something spooky. Barty Crouch is wandering around Snape's office. No! What? what? So then he turns God. around and goes to investigate. But halfway down, he falls into a trick step, drops his egg, and it starts screeching. And then Filch finds Filch. it, and um, he's immediately like Peeves. He's imme- he immediately thinks it's Peeves that he stole this from a champion. Yes. Um, and then Snape comes out. <laughs> okay, I love this exchange of like Peeves did whatever, and Snape's like, "Well, but Peeves wasn't in my office." And Filch is like, "You had the egg in your office." And he's like, "No, <laughs> I heard banging around." <laughs> And then Snape's like, I passed my office and I saw that the door was open. Someone had been searching it. Um, so then Snape wants Filch to come look for the intruder with him. And then Filch is like, oh yeah, good idea. He's gonna, he's gonna have to listen He's to too. <laughs> I love they just keep getting together to do some... Nighttime sneaking. I know. And then Moody comes along. Yes. And um, Filch is like kind of starting to tell him that like Snape heard someone in his I office, love and it. Snape's like, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my Which god! Which is also hilarious. Um, and Moody goes on to say some interesting things. Yes. He does. He asks, he asks Snape, like, oh, what would they be looking for in there? Are you hiding something scary? And Snape's like, no, it was probably just a student looking for potions ingredients. And he says, and you know that. You should know I don't have anything in my office because you already searched it. Right. And then Moody tries to say, well, that's Orr's privilege, which, like, number one, mm-hmm. that's some white cop bullshit that I'm hearing right now, Moody. And number two... Um, why would Dumbledore? So it's just a lie. He just, he just decided he just to sneak. Did it. Yeah. To sneak and snoop. Just because he could. Yeah. Yeah, Snape's like, uh, Dumbledore, trust me, he wouldn't have ordered that. Yeah. And Moody's just like, go back to bed, Snape. <laughs> but he also says something to Snape that makes him touch his dark mark. He does. Where is it? I think it's I when he says, Dumbledore, exactly. trust me, and then Moody's like, yeah, well, some spots can't come man. out. Believes in second chances, but me, I say there are spots that yep. don't come off. Yep. Spots that never come off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he grabs his arm. Yep. And then Moody laughs at him. And did we Because you know that Moody hates him because he's another Death Eater that roamed free. Yes. Yeah, and he goes on to, like, scream at Harry about it for a second. Yeah. Did we see Karkaroff touch his arm? Do we? I don't remember. We're so far past it. In the... In the garden. In the garden. I don't... Let me go back. Okay, sorry. I know in the deleted scene from the movie, he's, like, showing Snape's arm. Well, you see it. Yeah. Watch it stretch. I don't think so. Okay. 
It just says he sounds very anxious and, like, his voice is hushed. Yeah. But it doesn't say anything about him actually showing him something. He's, okay. he's nervously twisting his goatee around his finger. Just as a fun side fact. Just as a little fun <laughs> fact. But, yeah. So then, um... And then he drops... Or he finds the Marauder's map. And Harry. Snape recognizes it. Harry's like, No, it's mine! mine. <laughs> uh, and then Snape recognizes it. He's like, yes. I've seen that piece of parchment before. Jesus Christ. That's Harry's. And then he starts walking around blindly, like, trying to, like, feel him out. <laughs> Creepy. And then Moody's like, There's nothing there, Snape. But I'll make sure to tell Dumbledore how quickly you thought <laughs> Harry Potter could be up to something. He, again, is just, like, totally outing himself in a situation where he knows no one will take him seriously. The ball's on this guy. I know. Um, And then Snape's just like, I I just meant that he has a history of walking around at night (laughs) time. And Moody's like, why are you watching little boys at night (laughs) time? Snape's like, I'm going to it! Good night. <laughs> I love how he, he, when he comes up, and he, <laughs> like, the first thing he says, oh, pajama party. I know. It's what the funniest sly, shit bitch. in the entire world. God. So then Filch and Snape leave. Oh, Filch has to hand over the egg, and he's so pissed. He's like, oh, I was finally going to get rid of him. <laughs> um, so then Moody... Finds out about the map and borrows it from Harry. Um, and Harry tells him that he saw Crouch's name. And Moody's just like, huh, are you sure that's what you yeah, saw? Yeah, because he's looking at it and, like, you know, Harry dropped it before he could see anything. But he's looking at it. He's seeing where they are. He sees that it says his real name. Right. And that's why he's like, can I have this? Yeah. <laughs> I need to keep this. Um, so then he kind of starts talking to Crouch a little bit. Or talking about Crouch a little bit. And he's like, oh, they say old Mad Eye's obsessed with catching dark wizards, but I'm nothing compared to how Barty Crouch is about catching dark wizards. I got all these daddy issues. (laughs) 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 Sorry, God. But it's true. I'm singing the truth. So yeah, then Harry is like, Talking to him about the World Cup and everything, and Moody tells him that he should consider a career as an Auror. Yeah. And so that's kind of the first time that that thought's ever really been put into Harry's head. But Harry isn't, like, enthusiastic about it. No, he's not. He wants to play Quidditch. Yeah, he's taken aback. I wish he would have played Quidditch. I wish he'd been a teacher. I wish he'd been a teacher. (laughs) If not a teacher, Quidditch. Yeah. If not that, um, I don't know. The trolley lady. <laughs> the trolley lady. <laughs> Write a tell-all book about himself. And then, yeah, that's the end of that chapter. In the end of this section. Woo! Guys. Sorry we talked a lot about teeth and... <laughs> I know, that was weird. I'm very sorry. Poses. But hey, we went longer than we usually have, so this is a good sign. Things are getting real Things are getting nasty better. juicy, so... We're gearing up for our three-hour episode for the last section of this book. So we've got two, like, smaller sections left, right? We've got... Just one. No, just one. Wow, this book went by fast. Yep, we're gearing up 
We're getting through the second task and up to the third task, getting to see the memories and stuff, getting to see the scary part with um with Marty Crouch. Yes. So we're gonna have a lot to talk about there. That's very exciting. And then the big bonanza, I think, is I think even like the pensive memories, the third task, then the yeah. graveyard stuff, then the Barty Crouch Jr. thing. It's all the drama end of the book. from it's here until the end. There's so much to do. I know so. we just got to slog through this swim lap competition. Yeah, I hate the second task. I do too. It's so boring to me. Maybe I'll like it this time around, but I doubt it. It's just boring. I doubt it. Don't care. Yeah. Get to see the shark man. Whatever. It's not interesting to me. Yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so thank we'll you back. for listening. It's 26 through 30. Yes. And then after that, 31 to the end. So yep. 26 through 30, just do the next five, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. The usual plugs. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MyrtleBathPod. Send us email an email. Us, MyrtleBathPod at Gmail. Rate and review. Talk to us. Tell Thanks. your friends about us. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. That is the fastest we've ever done this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>